The 4D Podcast is a program dedicated to the diverse world and colorful history of alcoholic beverages. Some language and topics may not be suitable for all ages. Please remember to drink responsibly and always use a designated driver. Check it out. It is Sunday afternoon. We are not going to get four deep because <laughs> it is the recap episode, Gregory. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm happy, man. I'm surprised that I'm still alive. So, you know, We've every day it. every day is a, is a little gift, Blake. 32 cocktails. 32 of them. Fuck me. Jesus and Christ. In no particular order. We are going to just kind of, we're going to go top to bottom. We're going to talk <laughs> yeah, about these. Yeah, we are. Yeah. As we are wont to do, we are going to go over these cocktails. We're going to talk about this fourth flight, and we have a couple of goals today. The first thing, we're going to figure out which ones we never want to drink again. Excellent. After that, though, we're going to come up with the last two drinks for our Tournament of Champions. Fuck yeah, man. And then once we have those two drinks, we are going to look at our entire field... We're going to pull at random. We're going to do a little NCAA tournament style, if you will. And uh, we're going to set up our bracket for what we're going to call our first tournament of champions and figure out out of these first 32 I thought, drinks. I thought it was the tournament of championships, Blake. I know I kept saying that in previous uh, recaps, Gregory. Then I realized that I was just stealing that from Doug Benson because I listen to his podcast too much. That's something he does? Yes, Oh, it radical. Is. And oh. in making fun of Jeopardy, he calls it the tournament of championships. See, that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks for me because I was hoping that you were just screwing it up. No! Um, if I was just screwing it up, it would have been way cuter and a nice out potentially there. funnier. That's a nice out. But that instead, I have to 100%... <laughs> I have to give credit where credit is due, and yes. Officer, I didn't steal the car. I was just playing Grand Theft Auto in real life. <laughs> um, it's clearly a mistake, I understand. Oh, fuck. So, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can come up with a clever name for it if we need to. We probably should. I mean, you know, just, but, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll just May Maybe here. we'll do that over the course of our tournament when we come up with our championship will have a name for it. Yeah. I wanted to say this, because I guess it's pertinent for what we're about to go through. I remember doing the first recap episode, and I was really gung-ho about it, and I was all about the cocktails, because, you know, before we even started talking about it, I knew, okay, well, I like this, and I know how, I know my feelings and thoughts on each one of these cocktails, all eight of them. I had them nice and laid down, and, uh... Mm -hmm. Nailed down, and and you know what's funny is is I, I guess I realize it's only because we only drank eight fucking drinks at that point. And now I don't even remember what was in this flight. <laughs> I, I have no idea what we're about to discuss. So actually, it's going to be a surprise to me as much as to everybody else listening. The fact that we have physical pieces of paper that have all the drink names on them really does help out because after doing thirty five of these episodes, I was hanging out with past and future guests Matt Vondenstein this afternoon actually. And and we, of course, somehow actually do remember him from our Sazerac episode. <laughs> but it took me like 25 minutes of talking to Matt 
to his face to try and figure out what was the second drink in the second episode that he's been on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just that difficult at this point. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you were doing the mint julep with us. And, like, I started listening to that episode with him. I was like, no, that was Jacob and uh, and Robbie. Like, Matt, you were, you were nowhere near there. Well... Even though I'm going a little bit out of order, I also I did fail to introduce us as I got into our recap episode. It's so I don't uh, even know who the fuck I am. I know it's so unorganized. <laughs> this is I terrifying. mean, I'm gonna go in reverse order. <laughs> Guesting with us today is Jacob Dan. Say hi, Jacob. Hey, what's up, dude? It's been a little while. I know, what's it, it been since mid Yeah, it has. It has been the mid right here, and I'm glad it made it to the top eight. It is. It is part of the tournament. And going again in reverse order, Gregory Dupuy. Say hi, Greg. What's up, everybody? And yours truly, Blake Hernandez, hosting as terribly as always. Woo! No structure whatsoever when it comes to the recap episode. <laughs> yeah, we're generally just lost wandering around. <laughs> right. We uh, we are drinking unorthodox stuff for us yeah. uh, for a recap episode. Normally we like to do like a little uh, classy scotch or something. Uh, Greg, what you drinking? I'm drinking a frozen margarita. You are drinking a frozen margarita. I never thought I'd see the day after the margarita episode, but... Jones in for it, man. I guess it's all that residual Lewis from last week. Just yeah. Had yeah. that had that margarita on the brain. The weather's getting nice, man. I, th- I thought it was time. It was time to get a frozen margarita. Plus, I was really fucking dehydrated today for some reason. I, just, I was really thirsty. <laughs> for so. some strange reason. I am drinking a super frou-frou strawberry beer, but really I'm kinda. looking for some more of that UV blue underneath this table. <laughs> that's, that's where it would be. You're, you're quite familiar. Actually, I got a whole wall of liquor back there if you want anything really fucking disgusting. Oh, God. Yeah, all the penalty shot booze is still in here, by the way. <laughs> Let's see what we got back here. If you want some monkey shoulder, we've got that. Monkey shoulder, Jim Beam. I got some Svedka. Oh. I got some Chianti. What's this? Uh, some Bacardi Gold. Bacardi Gold's back there. That's Bacardi oh, no. Gold, my friend. Look, monkey shoulder is scotch. It's a blended scotch. Okay, while Jacob contemplates whether or not he's going to take a shot or a, just a pull of scotch, let's just quickly go over because we are going to need a bit of a refresher for these eight drinks. In no particular order, we're not going to go in order of episode, but in this flight, we took care of the Irish Coffee, the Mai Tai, the Alabama Slammer, the White Russian, the Mamie Taylor, no wonder I don't remember this fucking flight, the Stinger, the Boilermaker, and the Paloma. So, it's easy to start, I feel, on the negative side of things. So, I want to immediately stop us because that's the easy route to go. I want to start on the positive side of these eight drinks. It's not really my speed, but okay. Right? (laughs) (laughs) On a positive note, is there something you would like to nominate immediately, Gregory, that you would just immediately like to put up for discussion as, as top of the flight? You know... This is a weird grouping of drinks because you know. Well, I love I love to put the Boilermaker in the tournament just because I want everybody <laughs> to have to drink that fucking drink. Again. I don't know, man. The Mamie Taylor wasn't bad. I actually kind of enjoy that cocktail. Okay, I'm, uh, with, I'm with you on that. Now, what's funny is I'm going to say because I've listened because I do a lot of the editing. I'm going to listen back to this and I'm and I'll have listened to all the ones before this and I realized that. I talk about hating a cocktail on a particular episode, and I get here and I forget that I hated it, and I'll, I'll start picking it, and then I hate that I've done that. I sound like an idiot, but uh, but to the best of my knowledge, I think I enjoyed the Mamie Taylor, so we'll go with yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you're going with the Mamie Taylor. Yeah, I like that. As, as an immediate, like, leave it at the top right now-ish area. And sure. it, it, where it deserves to be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that I feel like we look back at all of these drinks through somewhat rose-colored glasses. I feel like yeah. with every recap episode, we go back and we're like, man, well, I mean, it really wasn't that bad. And then you go and you listen to what we actually had to say <laughs> about that drink right after we drank it. You're just like... This was fucking awful! Oh my god! Why the hell did we do this? But I am with you on keeping the Mamie Taylor in the discussion at the top. To kind of go in the opposite direction, if we're going to try and yin and yang our way through these eight drinks, I would like to just kind of put an asterisk on and remove the Boilermaker entirely. Just because I think by the end of that episode, we had made the decree... That it's not a fucking cocktail. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's absolutely true. It, it is, is not, a not a cocktail. It is barely a drink. That is a shot in a beer. That's all that is. No, it's, and a, it's, 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 it's a sad man's drink. It's when, it, you, when you wake up and you go, you know what? Mm, it's 11. I'm going to the bar. Beer's just not enough. Maybe I should put some whiskey into my beer. <laughs> that's borderline depressing. Oh. And so I, I feel like it should be down in the doldrums here. And it's uh, something that we maybe maybe don't need to talk about anymore yeah. for the rest of this yeah. recap. Um, spinning it back up, though, what I will say is, for consideration at the top, Paloma. I'm doing it. I may be remembering the drink a little bit better than it was, just because that was our first excursion away from our home uh, base when we took the podcast to New Orleans. We wound up having a lot of great cocktails. Yeah, that was that was a very good drink. I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I, I think the drink, though, deserves to be in the discussion for this flight. And I don't think if this had been the Mai Tai in New Orleans, I don't think I'd be speaking as highly. I think the Paloma itself is just a good drink. That's why I kind of want to put it up there. So Yeah, I, I agree with that. I actually, I, I, I had forgotten. I wasn't even looking at it right, but... I enjoyed that drink a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it should be at the top. And I'll tell you right now, if, we, if, we're, if this is the model that we're using, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Alabama Slammer and uh, put it all the way down the bottom. And light it on fire. That drink was fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that drink was fucking terrible. You know, there was a lot of firsts in this flight. And I kind of designed it intentionally that way. We had our first beer cocktail. That's why we put the. That's why I put the Boilermaker in there. We had our first hot cocktail in the Irish coffee. The Alabama Slammer was our first amaretto drink, mm. and <laughs> it was also, I believe, our first slow gin drink. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was trying to kill two birds with one stone there by uh, introducing some new ingredients into the bag, and uh, it did right. not work out well. It did not work out well at all. Fuck that drink. Retrospect, uh, that was a horrible idea. It's uh, there's not a redeeming quality in that cocktail. That that was disgusting. It's TGI Fridays in 1989 in a glass. That's really what it is. There's yeah, and it's, no better way to describe it, in my opinion. It's just fucking gross. You just took a bunch of shit that doesn't sell from the bar and put it together and said, yeah, we'll push it out this way. It's sweet and it'll get you messed up. Go for it. All right, we're starting to get to the middle of the pack here. Send one back up to the top, Greg. All right. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I love the Irish coffee. Yeah? Let's send it up. I actually really enjoy it. I mean, I, I love coffee. I thought the cocktail was a lot of fun. I think. I mean, I don't I don't fucking know. But but I think I did. I think I loved it. So, yeah. Uh, that's going up to the top for me. 
I think if we learned anything from that episode, it was uh, just don't drink four coffees in a row. Because I wound up uh, just <laughs> listening to records until three in the morning and like literally running circles around my house. And uh, Chelsea was not really pleased with me that evening because I don't drink caffeine that often. And so the combination, I mean, I, I may as well have been on speed. I think it's a right place, right time kind of cocktail, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, like, I say I loved it. I, I do. I like the cocktail. Now, it's not walking to a, a bar at like 7 o'clock at night with your buddies and say, you know, let's get a round of Irish coffees. That's right. fucking ridiculous. But, you know... Or maybe maybe you do. Maybe you're sadistic as fuck. I, I'm not, okay. It's not my prerogative to tell you one way or another. All right. If I'm sending one down, I'm going to send down the stinger because I think it's pretty easy with most of these flights where we can kind of chop everything up in half between, okay, yeah, drinks, and fuck that drink. And, yeah, stinger's definitely down there with the Alabama Slammer. Cognac and creme de menthe, man. That was that was a tough episode. I don't know, man. I, I'm fine with it being on the bottom, but I like the cocktail. Uh, uh, I know we we disagreed on the episode, and we might disagree a bit here. If yeah. it's if it's on the bottom half, it's the I mean, top of the bottom yeah, half for you. But none of this really matters. It's not like we're debating, uh, you know, public policy or anything. But but I, I thought it was actually a really good cocktail. Personally, I enjoyed the cocktail, but. All right, let me put one at the top. Uh, I'm going to go with, ooh, kind of a Sophie's Choice here. Mai Tai White Russian. Not for me. I have very distinct feelings mm. about these drinks. About both these drinks? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put Mai Tai up top. That's what I would do. Yeah. I uh, Fuck the White Russian. <laughs> I love me some White Russians. Ugh. Personally, I don't have anything against the White Russian. I still remember of the Mai Tai episode, the last one bummed me out so much because I tried to mess with the recipe. Yeah. But the three before it were so good. That was a solid cocktail, and I think it's getting short shrift here, actually. And I feel like it needs to be in the conversation for that top two yep. in this flight because I that's definitely one I would love to revisit. So here we are. We're down to the final four of this flight. Irish coffee, Mamie Taylor, Paloma, Mai Tai. Do you have one that you just absolutely... You want to get rid of... I can pull one right now from the top four. Yeah. I can cut it down to three right now is the Irish coffee. I, yeah. Like I said, I really like the cocktail. But again, that's a brunch thing. That's kind of a, a right place, right time cocktail. Yeah. It's good. I recommend drinking one. I recommend getting it. You know, if you're out having breakfast or brunch with friends, that's a nice little starter drink. But uh, that's not something that you just... That's not a... That's not a, hey, let's go have a night where we enjoy cocktails. You know what comes to mind? Irish fucking coffee. <laughs> and I'm glad... I'm glad we explored it because we did find a lot of different variation in it. But we're, we're talking about crowning a first champion, and we're really starting to get into defining a cocktail and in looking at it through those parameters. Yeah, yeah Irish coffee, I, I don't think, needs to be up there with some of the ones we've nominated from the previous flights. I think the other three completely belong in that conversation, and I think it's going to be kind of tough to take one of these out. Agreed. We are left with Mamie Taylor, Mai Tai, Paloma. This is this is tough. If it's me right now, and there's one that I absolutely want to want to put in, I think it's got to be Paloma. Yeah, I agree with that also. That drink was just really, really good. It was, and I was surprised. Not surprised it was good. I just, I'd never really, I don't have a lot of experience with the Paloma. So, um, getting a chance to have a, a tequila cocktail that wasn't 
a, a fucking margarita. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying that while I'm drinking one, but yeah. <laughs> Again, this is all for show. Uh, but but no, I, I was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was really I thought it was cool, and I was excited to have a different type of tequila cocktail mm-hmm. and enjoy it. You know, because I like tequila, and it, I agree, I like the cocktail. And to like tequila, and me personally, to not like grapefruit juice, mm-hmm. and to still have such a good time with it because that drink it just it transcended each individual ingredient, and not to mention at the end of that episode. We did go to four pretty great bars. They varied in sophistication from dive all the way up to 100% like craft bar and everything. But we were splitting hairs Mm -hmm. as far as the drink itself because all four that we had were great. And I think as long as you have a decent tequila and a decent grapefruit juice, you're going to wind up having a pretty good time. So that's why I think think Paloma definitely needs to be in the conversation with our top eight. So it's in. I like that. I, uh, you know, Paloma's in. I don't like a lot of things, but I like that. So um, now we're down to it, man. For uh, the eighth spot. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a this is kind of. Are we gonna have to rock paper scissors this bitch? I can tell you what I want to do, but I, I'm not excited. Well, because here's the thing. We're I, down to the Bamie Taylor and the Mai Tai, and here's what I'm gonna say. I'll make my case. I would put the Mai Tai in there, and here's why. I said I liked the Mamie Taylor, mm-hmm. again, I think. But at the end of the day, I still have problems putting something with scotch. I still, I can't get past that hurdle for myself of adding a juice or another flavoring to scotch. Because scotch has so much depth and so much to it to enjoy that, that gets ruined or, or, or is taken away from when you add something to it. It's not to say that the Mamie Taylor is not a bad cocktail, and if it's something that you like to drink or you want to try it and order it, I, I encourage everybody to go do it because it actually did work out pretty damn well. Right. But the Mai Tai as a cocktail, as something that is just a, a standard, just there it is cocktail, that is that I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would say the Mai Tai. Looking at both sides of the coin, the Mamie Taylor, I think it's, it's a nice fun introduction for some people if you're used to Moscow Mules, if you're used to Dark and Stormies. A lot of folks don't think, oh, just exchange scotch for the main liquor ingredient. Right. And I think that's what makes it fun. And I think it makes it interesting. It's it's a conversation starter. But in looking at the seven that we have, we already have a ginger beer drink. And we have a very strong ginger beer drink in the Dark and Stormy. And I don't know out of 32 cocktails that we've already tried if two ginger beer drinks necessarily should be in the top eight. And speaking for the Mai Tai too, we really only scratched the surface, I think, in what you can really do with this drink. I think this drink has infinite possibilities to it. Mamie Taylor is very limited in how you make it. It's just messing with proportions because it's going to be the same three ingredients no matter what. I think the Mai Tai, you can go a lot of different ways. And uh, I think if we give it its due diligence and give it a spot in this tournament and we go to specific bars that are going to let that drink shine, I think we're going to get a really, really tasty cocktail. So are we there? Have we done it? Is is number eight eight done? I I think that's it, man. And I'll tell you what. Feels good to have the pressure off because <laughs> what we do here is a very high stress, high pressure uh, game, and, and and the job that we have to do it's 
fi- finally having the top eight, I can. I think I can relax. I'll, I'll be able to sleep a little Hang better. On. Jacob, Jacob, pat his brow. This is oh. this is very similar. This is this like is surgery it. here. This is it. We've done it. We've okay, done it, guys. All right, we've done it. Okay. We've got our two winners. The two winners of the fourth flight of the 4D podcast are the Paloma and the Mai Tai. Two, so, two rum drinks got in the top eight, man. I about that. Two like rum that. drinks. That's interesting. I thought after that first flight when we had two brown liquor drinks get in there, I thought we were kind of biased in one direction or another. But I think we're kind of all over the place, which is where I wanted the uh, the tournament to be. So they're going to go in the bag. We're going to pull them out one by one, FA Cup style. There's no seating. We're just going to pull out two drinks, pair them up next to one another. There's one drink that's missing from the top eight, and I know I can't get it in now. Um, that's not sexual. Phrasing. I know. <laughs> I know it's too late to lobby for this cocktail to be in the the tournament of champions, but uh, I, I feel like we're really missing out by not having the Negroni present. Oh, you asshole! And I know I said different previously, but because of the rules of the present. <laughs> uh, whatever I say now matters most. And uh, I fucking love the cocktail now. That's fine. Because now what I'm thinking is... It has after... nothing to do with being paid by Big Negroni. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after the Tournament of Championships, maybe we should have like a Razzie Awards and we should take like the bottom eight and just have like a bender day. I kind of love And Dave. Negroni's probably going to be up there. So we're going to have to drink like Negronis and Boilermakers and... Alabama Slammer. But you're talking oh, about God. the Negroni like it's a bad cocktail. I love the Negroni. You and only you, my friend. You and only you. I fucking love it. All right. You ready to set up this bracket? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Next week, week one. Let's take off my... beginning of the Tournament of Championships. I'm excited. Next week, we are going to be drinking mint juleps going against... Oh, the Pimm's Cup. That's group of death right there, man. I like that. All right, week two, the Paloma is going to be going against Sazerac. All right. All right, week three is going to be the Old Fashioned going against the Mai Tai. Oh, man. And that is going to leave our last group, the Dark and Stormy, going against the Manhattan. Dude, that is a murderer's row. The bag knows what to do. That is paired excellently, in my opinion, sir. Yeah, yeah I think I think what wound up happening is you, you don't get brown liquor against brown liquor. Right. This is exciting, man. This is good. This is a good looking uh this is a good looking four weeks. Alright. So, after thirty-two cocktails and thirty-six episodes, here we are, man. Are you ready, Greg? Yeah. Fuck yeah I am. I'm stoked. I mean, I'm at least not terrified of, of any of these fucking drinks like, you know, the, the Boilermaker. Or, right. You know, Rusty fucking Nail. <laughs> um, no curveballs for the next couple weeks. No, this is straightforward, man. And I, I, like I was saying before we started recording, you know, the difference, the difference with this is that we're not really picking four random places to have it four different ways. Really, what we're trying to do here is get the drink in its best form. We'll also be able to go where we know we're going to get a good cocktail. And get it done well. Absolutely. Yeah. Get a get a true representation of these drinks. Okay, so the tournament is set. The game is afoot. Next week, 
We're going to drink mint juleps and Pim's cups. The goose is loose. We've got to get some guests to come help us out. What are you doing next week, Jacob? Absolutely nothing. There you go! Oh, no, wait. I'm getting drunk. Here. Hey! <laughs> Would you like to drink Pim's cup and a mint julep? Fantastic, yeah. Yo, you already Absolutely. have experience. You already did the mint yeah. julep? I, I love the mint julep. There you uh, go. So I'll try not to be uh, biased, but... Have you ever had a Pim's uh, cup? I have not. Uh, it is... I'll tell you already, and I, I'm gonna. That's one thing I'll say about this tournament is I'm gonna have to try very hard not to go in with a bias for each cocktail because I kind of already know what I, you know. Like I said, they're all great drinks, but right. some better than others. I really, really, really enjoyed the Pim's Cup. Mm -hmm. awesome. uh, it was a spectacular. It's surprising because I, I don't really drink it. It's not something that's that that uh, I have often. I don't have a lot to compare it to. You've narrowed down so many different cocktails that everything that's left up here on the board are fantastic cocktails. These are all very, very good. So I think it's hard to go into the night with too much of a bias because you're you're looking at things like Mai Tais and Old Fashions and Dark and Stormies in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Jacob, thank you for helping us out with the recap. Glad to be here. Gregory. We did it. Gotta love the recaps. <laughs> to the tournament. And we gotta come up with a name for the tournament because I don't want to steal Doug's name anymore. It's the most sober I ever am recording. The tour de <laughs> mint. <laughs> that's no, that's, like that's that. this weekend. This Run, weekend, runner! This weekend is the tournament. I kind of like that. I like that. All right. Let's go drink more. Oh, yeah. This has been a 4D production. You can find us online at 4DPodcast.com and on iTunes. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's 4 deep. Remember to spell out the 4. Thanks for listening. I can assure you there's no problems with my balls. <laughs> the first time I ever had it, I was in college at a bar. And a buddy of mine walks up and goes, hey, man, you got to have one of these. <laughs> and I drank it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? He's like, it's Southern Comfort, man. It's, it's a gentleman's drink. I was like, it tastes like shit. <laughs> he says, it's a gentleman's drink. He says, it's it's a it's an acquired taste. you got to develop a taste for it, but you'll learn to like it. I said, no, I really don't think I ever will. That's All a right. mess, though. That could go one way or the other. <laughs> don't say it too many times or Matt shows up. Sazerac, Sazerac, Sazerac. He busted in the room right now. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. Like, it's not drinking rumble mints, it's using rumble mints. Mm -hmm. It should be considered a controlled substance at this point. And it's actually not even the regulation bag. I don't know where my magic sack is right now, it's but... It's there. This is, a, this is a secondary sack. No, secondary sack. <laughs> this is my big white sack. Yeah, but I like to eat toothpaste. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like to I like to do it in a wrap though with some turkey, and you just kind of lay down the toothpaste <laughs> and you roll it. It's minty, fresh, and healthy. Is it time to sign off? Oh, I thought we were doing the dick thing. Oh, you just want to lay them out? <laughs> it's not impressive now because I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower. But <laughs> if, you, if you get me going, so Matt was on this flight though, right? The one we're about to do. I think so. Rob Roy. No, that was the end of the last flight. That's he kept thinking that he did the rusty nail. No, God, no, he didn't. No, the rusty nail was the rusty nail was all in white. Hello, Chelsea. Hey, sorry, can you ask like what his pin number is? <laughs> well, 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 podcast we're recording. Listeners. So, <laughs> podcast, get ready for this. My pin number is.
<laughs> God, hold on, hold on one second. But we just ate a whole mess of crawfish. <laughs> what kind of voice is that? Uh, that is Louisiana everywhere else. You get rum against bourbon. You get rum against bourbon. Rye against tequila. Bourbon against gin, vodka, and pims. Man, this is going to be good. I'm stoked. Wow. Did you just come? Uh, maybe. Oh, they, yeah. they... <laughs> good. It's about the implication. Yeah. <laughs> We're here in the garage. The door's locked. <laughs> just go out there and grab it. Just turn off the lights and grab it. What? I don't remember recording last week. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Don't. Um, I remember be physically being here, but I don't. I have no idea what we did or said. Or, um, oh, I, I don't even know if I like the cocktail. I mean, I just. Clearly, I said I did. I'm pretty sure I did. It was the first one you put at the top. Blake, I'm just, this is all for show. 